Welcome to The Soapbox. My name is Chris Kraft. And I'm Micah Davis. We want to have conversations spanning everything from philosophy to finance, and we want you to join us. Our goal on this podcast is to share new perspectives on old ideas, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Soapbox, another episode of Micah Davis and myself discussing uh, new perspectives on old ideas, and we are going through things that matter to us, and I'm guessing matter to you, our listeners, too, because they're going to be about personal development, some are about philosophy, some are about bigger picture, sometimes we do some shorts about some fun stuff. So today is going to be on a subject that matters a lot to me, because, and I, re- I think to both of us, we haven't even, we didn't prepare this very much at all, Yeah, but we're both pastors kids. And one of the things that we see a lot, um, I see in business and we both see in ministry is the idea of burnout. And, uh, I'd say at first, first, I think we need to give a little bit of an explanation. So I'll probably toss it to you for that. But when it comes to taking care of yourself and taking care of your, of all three parts, right? Body, mind, and soul yeah. we're created with all three. And if we overwork or become workaholics, which is, it's kind of what culture tells us to do these mm-hmm. days, right? Um, it can really get to the point to where we're no longer effective. So, so kind of give me a definition based on what you were thinking. You wrote a great blog today on it, and you can find our blog at Soapboxes Media <clears throat> through WordPress, and right. and you can contact us through all of our all of our different um, media media contacts, Gmail and Facebook and Skype and all those. But Micah, go ahead and speak to burnout a little bit because you blogged about it and it was great. So go ahead and speak to that a little bit. Well, I think burnout is just kind of being done with something that you're doing or feel like you should do or something that you've been tasked with doing. So like if your manager tells you, hey, go ahead and finish this project by, you know, next month and you're like, okay, well, I've got to finish this project by next month. But instead of working on it a little bit each day, what I'm going to do is work on it all day Thursdays, you know, from here on out. And so on Thursday, what do you end up not doing? Getting much done because you think, oh, I've set aside eight hours today for this project. And you're never going to sit and do one thing for eight hours. So um, burnout is kind of like when you just quit, give up, walk away, and and either don't finish the task, pass it off to someone else, or finish the task way late because you get burned out, you get tired of it. It's kind of like when you burn a candle all the way down to where there's no wax left. There's just nothing left to use. And there's a lot of people who will even, um, they'll comment, well, you're burning the candle at both ends. That's really kind of what they're talking about. They're saying, well, you're... You're, you're not just acting, you're acting a lot. And right. in the case of ministry, what we've seen a lot of times is how pastors will always be on is kind of yeah. what I, I tend to call burnout. Because when you're always on, you can't give 100%. Yeah, It's kind of funny you wrote that blog because I was just talking to somebody today and I told them, uh, it's actually my mom, who she tends to work a lot and work hard. But the issue is you can give a little bit of your, you can give 100% of yourself a little and then when you start giving more of yourself, now you're giving 80%. Right. Then you're giving more of yourself. So you're giving less of yourself, more qual- more quantity, less quality. Right. And you end up, you're exactly right, quitting or just dropping off the face yeah. of the planet or you crash. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Your body forces you like, hey, it's time to stop. It's time to slow down because if you don't, you're going to get sick you're gonna be too exhausted to wake up you're gonna sleep through your alarms like there's a lot of ways for you to crash so the blog that i wrote today was mainly about that kind of stuff of well we try so hard to push for our goals but not only do we try to push for some kind of goal we also tend to think like oh if i don't get it by next year then 
you know, it was not even worth starting in the first place or um, then I failed really and haven't actually accomplished my goal. And it's like, well, I mean, for instance, like my wife and I want to buy a house eventually. Well, it would be really, really, really foolish for us to pretend like we could save up uh, half of the cost of a house in a year. Right. Whenever it's like, well, we don't make enough to do that <laughs> yeah. even feasibly. So um, instead we have to be like, okay, in five years we will have enough to get a house and, and plan on that and then adjust as we go. Cause numbers change and, and five years is a long time to look at things. But um, you know, we can't, what, what would end up happening if we actually followed the year long plan? Well, we'd have to give up something in our grocery bill. We'd have to give up probably most of our electric electricity use. We'd have to give up, you know, some things that are essential and all the things that are not essential mm -hmm. um, just in order to make it. But that's what we do in our everyday lives too, trying to get stuff done. We give up things that are non-essential and then we, which bring us, you know, a little bit of happiness. And then we give up things that are essential because we, feel like we have to get this done in a certain amount of time or whatever. And it just, it never works out well for the person who's trying to finish that task. It's extremely true. And, and it's interesting because it ties into the idea of busyness Yeah, and how, how we're all, we're all so extremely busy in our culture today to a point that what uh, I've, I've heard it said, um, yeah, you, you're busy, but so too are the ants. The question is, what are you busy about? Yeah. Right? Uh, um, Henry David Thoreau said that. It's like, what are you busy about? What are your priorities? Are your Is your time being spent? And th I think this is kind of the key question of even burnout is the question, is your time that you're saying you're so busy, are you spending the time with the filter of your priorities? Right. And I think that's one of the big keys because – I'm never going to tell anybody that their prior that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Now, I will. I have no problem telling people, especially those who I'm who mentor with me. I'll let them know. Okay, your your current actions aren't going to get you to your priority and your goal that you told me about. Right. In that case, there's only two options. There's decrease, like you said. Okay, maybe I can't get a house in 12 months, the way we want to because our we want financial stability. And because you want financial stability, now you're looking at your options through that lens, yeah. right? So I think, I think for a lot of people, they need to either make the choice of let me, let me reframe my ultimate goal or I need to reframe the current things I'm doing today. I don't know about you, and I'd like to hear you speak to this, but I have to do this every, every probably six months. My schedule will get busy. I'll say yes to a lot of stuff. I'll overload my schedule to the point to where I, I don't have time for the things that I do ultimately want to do. Right. Right. So, and, and I know you being a teacher and one of the things you said in your blog is I'm, I'm a dozen things all the time. So you, we all have to balance, right? Yeah. Every, every one of our listeners on this call is busy. So the question is not how do we fix busyness? Cause you're never going to make busyness go away. Ever, ever, ever. That that right. will never go away. But the question is, are your busy activities getting you where you want to go? Yeah. So with you being in ministry and you being a teacher and all these kind of things, how do you, how do you attempt? And again, none of us have mastered these ideas, obviously. How do you attempt to keep yourself away from burnout? How do you keep your busy life from taking control of your life? Well, a lot of times I just try to relax and find something that... Um can re-energize me because if I don't do those kinds of things, then, you know, you end up feeling like you're working, 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 working. And then 
when you keep on going, you don't want to work at some point. And um, I don't want to do that because that's not fair to my students that I teach. That's not fair to the youth as, that are part of my youth group. Um, it's not fair to uh, the, the congregation that I lead worship for. It's not fair to anyone for me to just decide I'm going to work super hard at this other thing and sacrifice this other priority that I have up to the point that I'm going to just give up these priorities and, and not for a beneficial reason, not because right. my schedule is too full, but because I just won't take the time to step back and rest for, I mean, take a day. Like, like I said in my, in my <clears throat> blog, just even take just one day. That's what God tells us to do anyway. Just yep. one full day of resting, relaxing and, and, and being ready for the rest of the week. Because if you don't take that one day, one, I would argue that you're in sin, and two, I would argue, well, that's what God designed in the system. That's it's like if you had, you know, you have your wireless router, right? We all have, most of us have Wi-Fi routers, and if you use your wireless router for a week, chances are you're going to have to restart it at some point. That's built into the system. It it removes errors, and so those get piled up, and eventually you have to get rid of those. Well, if you don't restart your router, what happens? Your ping, if you're playing video games, goes up to a billion, or you end up with a connection that can't even open Google as a homepage. Like you just, your connection slows down. You can't do anything. But that's what we try to do. We, we don't give ourselves that reset, that restart, that refresh that um, honestly lets us get through the next week. Right. And uh, as a teacher and, and um, youth pastor, I try to do things that aren't those things. That's good. Because one thing that I was told when I was an aspiring rock musician, one thing I was told by one of the other guys was, unless you really, really want it, don't make music your job because you won't enjoy music like you used to. Mm. Because it becomes your work. It becomes your chore. It becomes the thing that you do for eight hours a day until you right. get off work, you know, in quotes. And then you want to find something else to do because you've been doing nothing but music all day. Um, so he's... You know, that kind of opened something up in me where I was like, I think we need to focus on resting and relaxing, which means going a, not against, but away from the things that you do at work. Mm -hmm. So if I'm resting and relaxing, I don't open Google Slides and start working on a slideshow right. for, you know, school instead of working on it for youth or whatever. Exactly. It's just those kinds of things you got to keep separate because if you're trying to do something similar your your mind's just going to straight go straight to work and right. that's not where you need to be in a rest time it's exactly true it's exactly true so i and, and i love i love what you're saying is make sure you do something outside your work um and i and i'll even notice because i'm a teacher of a different sorts in a sense right with some of my leadership speaking and some of the entrepreneurship that we do so a lot of times i read so much sometimes i'll all i need to open up a novel right instead of a leadership book right so it that's that's still reading <clears throat> but you're exactly right. It's outside what I'm used to. Yeah. It's outside what is quote unquote work. For me, one of the big things I like to do to not just, re and, and again, I'm, it's, it's strange that I'm hesitant saying the word rest. It's yeah. kind of odd, but it's so easy to go the other direction where we spend all our time resting or busy, but none of it's purposeful. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation for another podcast. But when it comes to burnout, I tend to get burnout if I don't get out of my particular rut that mm -hmm. I'm in, I need to get outside the normal. Yeah. 
Um, my wife and I go to conferences or seminars all the time. One of the reasons we do is because it's out of the city I live in. Yeah. Right. It's not in the daily grind. Like we just got back from going to Grand Rapids, Michigan from Alabama. Why? Because it's outside the daily grind. Right. And, and there's a lot of reasons, right? My men business mentors are up there. I love that association that I go to get to spend the weekend around. But the real major thing that it does for me is it avoids burnout because burnout usually happens when you're doing the same thing day after day after day and you don't get away. You don't stop. So I think that consistency over time, eventually you've got to be able to breathe. Right. And ju- just like you said with, with resting, resting's great, but the real, even the real point of resting is breathing. It's, yeah. it's just, just stop. Yeah. Just chill. Just quit focusing so much on what you have to do and focus on what you need. Yeah. And, and again, I, 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 it's sad that I got to have this caveat, but there is a caveat here. That if you are, if you tend to, what, what's what's a filtered way to say this? If you tend to be a lazy individual, a lot of what we're talking about doesn't apply to you. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some people that just need to get out and go do something, right? Yeah. But the people we're really talking to right now are the workaholics. Yeah. It's the people who don't rest because both of us are the same way. We like doing purposeful things, but I can't give 100% unless I have 100%. Yeah. Well, and the and the stuff you start giving if you go above and beyond the time that you're supposed to spend in it just it doesn't end up nearly the quality that no, it should because right. i right. know like there are a lot of studies coming out now about 40 hour work weeks and how they're just you're wasting your time you might as well have a 26 hour work week or something because that's about as much time on average that it, that the typical american worker will give in a 40 hour work week because you have most of it spent you know if you work in an office most of it spent checking emails do emails get anything done? Not, not really. And then you spend time in in meetings. Do meetings get anything? I mean, you're just kind of checking in to see how the system's supposed to be running. And some of that stuff's important, but spending 14 hours doing all that stuff, and then of course, well, then of course you got all the time that people spend down, but still get their jobs done. 40 hours just—it's a lot of time to devote for one thing for one week. That especially if you're not super passionate about it, if you're doing it for a paycheck, that I think um, it's a great example of why burnout and and giving so much quantitative quantitatively instead of qualitatively is so dangerous because it doesn't get anything done. Yeah, it, it it's exactly wasteful. Is yeah. the definition of wasteful? So exactly, and and probably it's wise if we speak to the idea of purpose as well, right? Because Burnout is easier when there's no purpose. Yeah. But it it is still possible, right? Because mm-hmm. again, that's why so many pastors end up burning out. It's not that they don't have a purpose. They have a huge purpose. I, you could probably argue it's an eternal purpose that's hugely important, but it's still very possible because we're human beings. So, and, and I'll give you an example. My day job right now is not one that I would say fills me with tons of purpose. I love what I do at nights and weekends. I don't. I'm thankful and content with my day job. I'm very thankful for the money that it gives and the opportunities it provides, but it's not really inside of my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I do that I don't hit burnout as fast. Right. So I, I think, I think I, I guess this is what I want to throw in here. Self-evaluation is really important here is understanding your own feelings and emotions. You need to start being able to feel when burnout's coming, Right. You need to be able to start feeling when you're not really at 100%. 
my wife is really good at this with her physical body. She knows when she starts feeling a little sick, she doesn't have to wait till she's got pneumonia, right? Yeah. She can feel her body wearing down. And therefore, if she starts taking care of her body earlier, she can get rid of the sickness faster. Same way with burnout. If we can have some self-evaluation and be aware, right, we need to raise awareness of the of what burnout feels like. We all know what it feels like. Yeah. But we don't pay attention to it. Right. We'll work and work and work and busy and busy and busy. And then all of a sudden, wow, I want to crawl in a hole for six weeks. Yeah. Is the way it ends up. So I think some self-awareness would be really important when it comes to this. Well, and in order to reflect, you have to stop doing what you're doing. That's true. That's the problem, too, is we won't stop doing what we're doing even to take a little bit of time to self-reflect because – we don't think we can step away from our keyboards for five minutes. And culture teaches us that multitasking is required, but in all actuality, scientifically, it's not even possible. Yeah. We can only think one thought at a time, do one thing at a time. And human beings, like we've talked about before on the podcast, are just, we're terrible multitaskers. We can't do it. Nope. We end up giving absolutely zero mental energy to either task we're trying to do if we're trying to do two at the same time. Um, and, and I think there's something to be said about the the, the subconscious mind that can accept information while mm-hmm. you're doing something else. Very true. But I don't think it's nearly as much as if you're trying to focus on the learning. So, like, if I'm sitting at a professor's lecture and I'm looking at my phone on Facebook, I'm not going to hear as much that the professor's saying if I get off my phone and do one thing at a time mm-hmm. and focus on what the professor's saying. Taking notes increases your productivity even more with that. So it's like... You know, if I will focus on one thing, I will get a lot more done within that time based on what I'm doing. If I'm going to go to a professor's lecture and be on my phone on Facebook, I might as well have just stayed home. Yeah. You know, because I have wasted my time even going to the lecture if I'm not going to intentionally get something out of it. Yeah. Um, And that's what uh, leads to burnout. I think about like I think about like a, 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 a computer, like a computer, you know, battery. Everyone always thinks like, oh, the battery in this thing sucks. And it's like, well, not necessarily. The battery in some computers is amazing. The problem mm-hmm. is they have all these components or all these processes that aren't efficient. Mm-hmm. And so it drains the battery significantly quickly. My laptop, I would say the battery is garbage, but I don't know. Right. The battery started off with about a three-hour life. Mm-hmm. That's not long enough for a laptop. Right. It's down to about 220 now, but that's because of all the components that are inside of my laptop that it wasn't ready for yet, and the battery can't handle everything going on at the same time without getting burned out so quickly. Uh, and that's kind of how, how people are. You know, We can only take so much of something, but like you said, if it's with purpose, then maybe that's an efficient component that it's you're going to qual- learn. high-quality activity. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to get something out of it you know, when you're doing it for a week straight. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I would get a lot more out of writing music for a week straight than it, than I, than I would trying to, I don't know, drive a forklift for, for a week straight, you know, that right. those two things, forklifts aren't my passion, but music I love. So I could, mm-hmm. I could do it for a week straight and be uh, perfectly content for a while, for a while until I need rest before I start to burn out. Um, but it's just the difference between doing something purposeful and doing something for your job or doing something that you feel like is a chore, like cleaning the house. No one wants to clean the house for a week straight. Right. I don't care how much of an eat freak you are. You still don't want to clean the house that long. Very true. Um, so anyway, I think avoiding burnout is just about taking a second. And you're right. Self-reflection is so important in that just to understand, well, this is how I feel at 100%. This is how I feel at 80%. This is how I feel when I really need to stop or else I'm going to get sick. And it's understand exactly those right. three levels is is of utmost importance. You were talking about computers. I want to throw one more thing out before we kind of finish up. 
is the idea of cell phones. Yeah. Um, my cell phone battery is currently kind of crappy. And it's two reasons. Number one is the first thing you said when it's been drained for so many times, time and time and time and time again. The other part is I've noticed if if I don't fully charge it, like your cell phone is going to last a lot longer if you charge to 100%, let it drain. Yeah. But cell phone batteries die when you charge to 30, let it die. Charge to 30, let it die. It gets so used to running at 30, it doesn't know what 100 feels like anymore. And it just, over time, it dies and dies. I would say the same thing with human beings. We need to allow ourselves to get back as close to 100% as we can get. Most of us adults don't even know what it's like to run off 100%. We haven't done it for years. Yeah. Right? So the first thing I'd say is get, and one other thing I feel like I need to say, as you're resting, make sure you rest. Yeah. Like way too many, I, I hear this way too much as part of culture. People will go on vacation and then say they need a vacation from their vacation. Right? <laughs> like they were so busy on their vacation, they didn't rest. Yeah. Especially if you have kids or something like that. I understand that you got to entertain the kids and everything else. But try to understand if you're going to take a family vacation, if that's going to be a thing you do, then don't call it your vacation. Mm-hmm. Then you need to go find some time away, right? If that's not going to be a restful time for you. Some of these conferences are very restful times for us. Some of them are not. Yeah. If I have a big team going to a conference, it's really not rest for me. So therefore, I need to go still take some time away for rest. Right. Right. Because I recognize that. So I'd really encourage you, don't just say that, well, I go on vacation. Is that a restful time? Yeah. I mean, going to Bryant-Denny Stadium with 100,000 of your closest friends to an Alabama college football game may be a restful time for somebody who likes people. But if somebody doesn't like people, that's probably a really intimidating, like, that's something you need to recharge from. time, right? So I'd really encourage you, understand, and this is what I encourage everybody that mentors with me to do, write down your top three battery rechargers. Like you even posted some in your blog, like for you, what are three of your battery rechargers that you know you feel better and refresh after you get done? Well, I know, uh, like I, we just got Skyrim for the switch and the switch in general is our game system, but we, we, me and my wife do everything together. Um, but you know, playing, playing a game for a little while, or if we get to play some card games, that's something Mm -hmm. that recharges me or even just kind of relaxing, even, even it's, it's kind of funny, even with a book that has to do with my youth pastoring, um, I will read and enjoy and rest with. It's cool. Um, so those are probably my top three things that I do. That, yeah. that relax and then probably me. music on the side too. Yeah, music. The only reason probably music is not in the top three is just because of the worship pastor. Yeah, mm. it, it kind of gets in the back of my head of oh, I need to think I need to about do what something for worship and all this. Stuff. Yeah, and that that speaks to what you were talking about earlier. Right. It's not even what you get paid to do now, right. but. Because it's a quote unquote air quotes responsibility, it does that. Well, and I'm getting work on my album, but I'm kind of procrastinating because I, it it's part of my job yeah. at description quote unquote. So it, exactly. it's it's something that I'm kind of working toward, yeah. but very slowly. <laughs> and, and see, for me, I I love playing video games with a group. I, it's not something I just adore doing by yeah. myself. I like you and I are probably going to play something after after Darren gets done playing some Skyrim. <laughs> we'll probably play something. Um, I really enjoy reading. And, and for me, one of the things that I'm, I'll tell you one of the side things I'm learning is the value of a nap. Yeah. Just the value of a quick power nap. I'm going to throw this idea out that I learned from success magazine. It's the idea of a nappuccino. Caffeine takes 20 to 30 minutes to go in your system. So if you drink a cup of coffee, lay down for 20 minutes and wake up your, the caffeine hits your system right when you wake up and it actually gives you a little extra boost. So that's just a little, 
that that's for free for our listeners, right? So, <laughs> so I, I'm I, I'm and honestly, I love going out and having a long conversation with my wife. Yeah, uh, some of that some of that kind of stuff really recharges my batteries. So. So as we close down the podcast, do you have anything else you want to throw out about burnout? Any warnings, any uh, suggestions that you would make when it comes to our listeners? Just find something you love and do it. Um, it doesn't have to be your job for it to be important. Just find something you love and do it. That's awesome. And 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 really what I would encourage is know yourself. Yeah. Like it's the whole Shakespeare. I think it's Shakespeare. Know, know thyself. Know thyself, yeah. Like it's, the, so. it's the idea of understand who you are. Underst- like spend some time in self-reflection. Uh, Chris Brady says, foster the wonder, like Mm -hmm. stop and think, let your, let your mind go where it wants to go. Right. As long as it's healthy, right. Let your mind go where it wants to go and figure out some things about yourself. Yeah. So I would really encourage that. There's a book called the ant and the elephant that talks about conscious mind versus the subconscious mind that I would encourage things like the slide edge by Jeff Olson, really encourage some of the resting things. Seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey really covers rest as well. So and, uh, and really, there's a lot of good commentaries of the Bible that talk about the value of rest as well. Because our example is Jesus, and how many times did Jesus go by himself and go rest? Yep. He right? took a nap in a boat. <clears throat> there you go. And then when the disciples woke him up, it's like, why don't you go do something? You can almost hear Jesus say, why do you keep coming to me? I mean, anyways, so uh, we appreciate you listening to this to our uh, podcast tonight. Remember, the world does not need another artificial copy. The world needs an original you. So go stand in your soapboxes as long as you're rested and go change the world. We'll talk to you next time.